This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome, my friends, to this very special and pretty personal, but who am I kidding? Because pretty much every episode is personal, (laughs) of Holy Human. I am so excited, of course, to be here with all of you and to introduce you to my guest today because she has had such a tremendous impact on my life. I saw her on a podcast and her energy was so infectious and I was so blown away by what she was speaking of when it comes to hormones and health and I was like, I must know this woman. So she has been a part of my life now for, I guess, the last four months and has changed my life completely and is still walking me through the process of detoxing and hormone balance and nutrition. She's just an amazing woman. And who I'm speaking of is the wonderful Dr. Mendy Peltz. She is a renowned holistic healer practitioner and expert on the benefits of fasting. Her revolutionary book, The Menopause Reset, with her five-step approach has empowered hundreds of thousands of people around the world to harness their body's own healing abilities and overcome hormonal issues, anxiety, and depression. Her informative YouTube videos have garnered over 15 million lifetime views. You guys have to go watch her. She's hysterical. And in short, Dr. Mindy is a powerhouse. She truly is of information and innovation when it comes to understanding and harnessing your body's potential. And she is on a mission to inspire us all into optimal health on today's Holy Human. Dr. Mindy, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I'm so excited. I talk to you daily. (laughs) (laughs) This is just like an extension. 
It is. I have never had, I've never had someone who's been by my side in my health journey when it comes to you. I've had wonderful people by my side with mental health and I, you really encompass all of it from mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, but I've never had someone for my physical health, like really be as in, as all in as you are. And I'm just so, so grateful. You've changed my life. Thank you. It It's truly, the pleasure is mine. And the way you take information and you apply it without hesitation is is just profound. So the joy is equal on my side as well. It's The journey's been really fun. Thank you. I don't know if I would have been able to to take that information and apply it and have the desire that I have for my physical health at any other point in my life. But at 39, I came across your book, The Menopause Reset, just to give people some backstory. You know, I'm 39 years old and I was like, okay, I'm about to hit, I'm, I'm going, I think I'm in perimenopause. I remember one of the first questions I asked you was like, am I in perimenopause? <laughs> <laughs> it's the million dollar question. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking into my 40s and I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are in the same boat and I'm wanting to feel good as I shift into a different stage of my life. And when I came across your book, I started to recognize the things that I was going through at the time, mood swings in my cycle, like really having these bouts of anger and sensitivity to sound and light, just so many different things, depression, anxiety, like could that be coming from other places that I had yet to touch upon? And so finding your book was this eye opener for me to be able to see a different future. And it's taken, you know, we've worked together now for about three months and it's, I'm just now starting to wrap my head around the possibility of a whole different life. And that's what I want to introduce women and I mean, everyone to, to what could be going on in their bodies from toxicity to how we go into menopause, to all the things. So, which is my favorite saying, all the, all things. the things. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I, my favorite thing about you is you have this powerful mission and I would just love for you to introduce people to what that mission is and how you kind of stumbled upon your deep desire for, for your mission. Mm. Wow. You're, you're going deep first, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, it's become a mission because it was uh, some painful years for me after 40, um, where I, I really hit a wall with my health and it kind of sideswiped me. I, the story that I always tell is that at 40, I had one goal and one vision for my health, and that was to fit into my skinny jeans. And I actually, the funny part of that story is I always wanted to fit into a pair of Hudson jeans because they had the little like flaps on the back, um, but my booty didn't really look good in them. So anyway, so I had that goal. And so at 40, I did everything I could to be in shape and I hit it. At 43, I was a different person. I still fit into my skinny jeans, but I was waking up at night and sweating so bad that I had to actually get my husband out of bed and I had to change the sheets. I got to a point where it was so habitual that by the end of the night, I would actually put a sleeping bag and sleep in the sleeping bag and just get the sleeping bag drenched and just like wash that the next day. I had depression so bad. I'd never really understood what depression was. I always say that I came from a lemonade family. 
where we made lemonade, <laughs> lemonade out of lemons. That was what I was trained. But I would be like driving to my office, just crying, just crying. And I didn't really understand why. Like I just didn't get it. And then anxiety kicked in. And then honestly, um, the like suicidal thoughts. I got to a point where I was like, I can't live in this body. I can't live in this mind. I don't know wow. what's going on with me. So I started asking around to try to figure it out because I was doing all the things and <laughs> um, I felt like, what am I missing? And everybody I talked to, you know, I went to my closest friends and they were like, oh, buck up little camper because this is perimenopause and this is mm. the hell we've been going through. And I went to my mom who said, I didn't have any of those things. I went to my big sister who said, yeah, you should probably get on antidepressants and didn't really want to do that. And so one day I was at the science fair at my kid's school and I was standing next to an o another mom who was an OB. And I turned to her and I was like, I'm so sorry to talk shop right now, but I'm struggling and I really need some help. And I'm wondering what you would do with these symptoms. And I told her and she turned and like looked right in me in the eye. And there was something the way she looked at me. And she said, Mindy, I have a practice full of women like you and my medical textbooks have failed me mm. and I don't know what to do. And what are you doing? And then she flipped it on me. What are you doing for the women in your practice? And I left that night, the science fair. And I thought if it's happening to every woman, there must be something environmental I'm missing. There must be something I'm missing. And so the mission was really born that night to find a solution for myself and once I found that solution, and there were really five things that I started to unwind in my life that weren't working for me. Once I identified that mission, I started to feel better. I just thought every woman needs to know this. Mm -hmm. And the thing about you and being 39 and coming to me at 39 and what I think is such an interesting manifestation, the way this all worked out was... Once I wrote the book, once I put it out, once I heard so many women in their 40s going through problems, I heard so, I've heard so many women in their 50s that still, they've been in menopause for a decade or longer, and they're still having the symptoms. I was like, I got to scream this from the rooftops. And so the mission is to give people hope and give women their power back. We give our power away all the time to people, to drugs, to doctors. And my mission is to teach people how powerful their body is and mm. that they can be in control of their health. They just have to figure out their own path. And it, it's a unique one, which is the hardest. Mm -hmm. And you're experiencing that for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is unique and so intricate at the same time too. And it's you have to be patient. And it's like, you know, for me, it's like learning myself on a whole new level. And you know, when it comes to menopause, you know, the things that I was told and my mom still tells me, it's like, once you hit 40, like everything goes downhill from there, basically. And it's like, yeah. wait, yeah. like you're saying you feel powerless. You're like, OK, so I'm just supposed to succumb to aging and all the things that I think for me, when I think of that, that come along with that, like I'm less of a woman, I'm not going to be worth anything anymore because I'm older and oh, yeah. I can't produce. Like, I mean, for me, that there's so many levels to that production piece that, you know, I can't produce anymore. And, you know, what happens after that? And I think there's just been so many 
the stories around menopause and the stories around aging, especially for women, are so negative. Like, it's just, Ugh. there is no hope, you know? No. Not till I found your book and your take on everything did I think that there was any hope. I kind of, and I think a lot of women out there, just, you almost, like, you don't want to face it. You kind of put it off, you know, at 39. I'm like, I, I still don't want to look at the fact that I, I want my mom to be wrong. I think she's wrong about a lot of that. And at the same <laughs> time, I think she's right about a lot of it. And so it's something that we all at my age, I think, want to... We don't want to have to look down that barrel, but yeah, it's right yeah. there. Yeah, I I feel like what happens to a lot of women in their forties. I call it an extreme sport. My forties was an extreme <laughs> sport. <laughs> Man, it I was, feel like my twenties and thirties were so gone. Yeah, well, but see, this is why we're doing the work now, so your forties <laughs> don't have to be. Because I can tell you, fifty rocks. Like That's now that good. I've done done all the work. On my own self, I like I really at 52 feel happier than ever, but I but it's because of the work I did in the 40s. Mm-hmm. But to your point about not having answers and women bitching, that's what I found. And I, you know, I, I as much as I joke about my friends who are like five years older than me saying, Oh yeah, you're finally here. You now know why we've been all crazy. <laughs> um, I um I just couldn't accept that as an answer. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was supposed to go downhill at 40. If you, if you look at how the human body was made, it's designed to thrive until 120. So mm. are we meant to go, you know, start falling apart at 40? Are we meant to go be depressed like this for the rest of our life? And the answer is no. So I, my heart, this is a large reason why I'm trying to reach as many women as possible because I think about how many divorces happen. Yeah. I think about how many relationships fall apart. People change jobs because their women are not in their best self. They're not in their best place. Mm-hmm. Um, so it impacts everything for women once they hit 40. You mentioned earlier there were five components of your life that you started to unwind. Can you talk a little bit about what those five pieces were? Yeah. So the first one was, of course, fasting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I went and started looking at hormones. And so I looked at what happens to estrogen um, as we go into the perimenopausal years. And estrogen does this wild ride. Like she goes up and down and up and down. And when estrogen goes low, we become insulin resistant, which means AKA we start gaining weight. Okay. Like we're eating the same foods, we're exercising the same amount and we're gaining weight. I started to look at what were ways to help with insulin control. And that's when I stumbled upon intermittent fasting. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but you might find this <laughs> funny now that you know me. Yes. Uh, the first time, the first time I found intermittent fasting, I literally had to study the science forever and I had to look at it. I'd wrap my head around it. And then one day I decided, okay, I could do this for a day. Let me try it for a day. <laughs> right? Uh, and so I did. And I was like, look at me. I did 13 hours for a day. And then I went back and looked at what everybody was doing. And I was like, oh, we do it every day? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> we got to do this every day. So, um, but what I found with fasting, that was my, that was my principle number one was that 3 p.m. energy crash that I would Mm -hmm. have. And in my clinical practice, 3 p.m. was like when the families poured in, it was like the busiest time. And I literally just wanted to go into my office and take a nap. 
And what I found was just after two weeks of intermittent fasting, my, th- my 3 p.m. energy was incredible. The other piece that I found with fasting was memory and mental clarity. So my, the joke in my family was that I would always stop in the middle of a conversation and my family would say, we're still listening. <laughs> like, we're still listening. Why are you not finishing the story? Uh, oh, no. And it was because I couldn't remember what I was saying. And yeah. um, so intermittent, the first one is intermittent fasting. And it was really, it gave me my mental clarity back and it gave me my energy back. And then, of course, from there, I became a fasting fanatic yes. at that point. So <laughs> as you're learning. Well, let's go down that road of fasting um, for a moment. So why don't you explain, so intermittent fasting, I've been intermittent fasting with you now for about three months. My husband did it for a while years ago, and I was like, this fasting thing, I love food too much. There's no way I could ever fast for 24 hours. Like I could, by the way, which I did my first 24-hour fast yesterday. (laughs) Yay! Yay. Um, so I was so proud, proud of, of you. myself. You should be. But the way that you've taught me how to fast has been really amazing because I think there's so many misconceptions around fasting. I thought there was only one way to fast. You basically go without food for however many hours, and that's called fasting. There's so many more layers to that. There's different types of fasts you can do. Like yesterday, I did fasting snacks, which were actually really good. I had almond butter and bone broth to help repair my gut yesterday. And I didn't feel, I I didn't feel hungry, which was amazing. So can you start to explain and unwind for us like a bit of science behind fasting and why, why it's so important for someone like me, someone who is heading into perimenopause and menopause and and wanting to live their best life? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, So I'll give the, I'll try to give the concise answer, (laughs) which, uh, (laughs) which is, if the best way to understand fasting is to go back and look at how the cave women, cavemen did food. And what we did, our cave people ancestors did. Our cave friends. Yes. Our cave friends. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. I'm going to start using that. Our cave friends. What our cave friends did is they would come out of the cave and they didn't have a refrigerator. They didn't have a pantry. They didn't have DoorDash. And so what they would do is have to go hunt. And in order to survive, they had to tap into another energy source. And we call that energy source the ketogenic energy source. Uh, I like to lovingly call it the fat burning system. And when, the, when you go without food, these neurochemicals kick in that supercharge you. And it's all because we were made for survival. So they had to go hunt, they had to go find food. And so as they tapped into this fat burning system, they made ketones, they got growth hormone, they got GABA, which calmed them. They got dopamine, like all the things, all the wonderful neurochemicals they got. (laughs) All the good things. All the good things so that they could go hunt and make a kill and then come back and then they would feast. This is how we're designed. We're genetically designed this way for feast famine cycling in and out of sugar burner, fat burner. But if you look at what we're doing every day, we eat all day long. I mean, I mm-hmm. was the breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I was the person that carried the snacks. Uh, this this is pretty funny because now if you if I go anywhere, I go without anything. I'm like, oh, just fast. Um, but I literally had like a bag of snacks with me everywhere. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> You're not there yet? Okay. Someday. Yeah, I'm not we'll get there, you there yet. I still have <laughs> snacks. Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, I think that that is, it's amazing to hear because we're not taught that. We're not taught that this this is genetically what we're made for. We're taught to get the Big Mac with the biggest drink possible and to eat, you know, constantly. I don't even know if any of us know when we're hungry anymore. Oh, so well said. Do you know what I mean? Because oh yeah, I noticed yesterday my 24-hour fast, I noticed when my body was hungry because it, I did get hungry at some point. And that's when I had my little bit of snacks here and there. But at around 3.30 in the afternoon, I was having to make a really big decision. And all of a sudden, I wanted to reach for everything to put in my mouth, to eat, drink, whatever it was. I was like, I need something. And it was just interesting to see how emotionally driven I was for something to ingest in order to soothe me. I know I could have gone and reached for almond butter. I could have reached for whatever it was at the time. And I stopped myself because I'm like, I'm not hungry. I finally started to see where my real cues of hunger were, which is huge because I think we all do it. We all emotionally eat. And we're, it's all on yeah. a spectrum of some of us really lean into that to soothe ourselves. And sometimes some of us do it in a way that is not as obvious. Mm -hmm. yep. And so yesterday it was, for me, it was obvious that I was like, oh, I need that to soothe. So fasting for me has been really interesting to learn my actual cues of hunger. All right, we're going to cut away for a quick breath, but we'll be right back with more Dr. Mindy. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't got distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target 
navigate these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. All right, everyone, Dr. Mindy and I were just diving into the multifaceted topic of hunger and what it represents. Yeah, I always say it's a mirror. It helps you see what you need, yes. what your relation, <laughs> right? And in many ways, I mean, it, you're a great example of when we fast you, we see a lot of things and mm-hmm. that show up. And I, that's for everybody. So our relationship with food, what we don't realize is that it's a state changer. It's a dopamine rush. Mm-hmm. And to your point of we don't, we're out of touch with even when we're hungry or even what foods we should eat, like we've completely lost touch with that. But this is where, if you think about it, like think about what you were taught as a little kid, like you get up and it's like, okay, eat breakfast. Or you get home from school. Okay, eat, eat again. Like your mom is constantly there with snacks or you're constantly told when to eat. It's dinner time. If you don't eat dinner now, then, you know, there's no more dinner. So we get from an early age tuned out of our own innate sense of hunger. Mm. And, you know, if there was one thing I could do for the younger generation, it would be to really help them see their intuitive sense of when they're hungry and when they're not, because that gets beaten out of us. Wow. Yeah, it does. It's amazing that you put it that way of beaten out of us, because literally like that has been... Yeah. The case for a lot yeah. of people. I ha- I remember when I discovered fasting, one day I was chasing my son out the door. He was in ninth grade. And I was like, your banana, your yogurt, like you can't leave without food. <laughs> and then I came back inside and I'm like, and he wouldn't take it. And I came back inside and I'm like, what, what, what am I doing wrong? Like I went into, I must be a bad parent because I can't get my ninth grader to eat breakfast. And so when he came <laughs> home that night, I said, are, are you hungry? Like, I feel like maybe you're not hungry in the morning. He said, no, I'm not. And I'm like, well, when do you get hungry? And he said, 10 o'clock. I'm like, okay, how about we make sure you have good food at 10 Mm o'clock? And that's what we did. And then it it changed everything. And he was intermittent fasting without even knowing he was intermittent fasting. So the aha for me was, gosh, do we not know our own internal like sense of food and and even mm-hmm. what good food is and how should we feel after a meal? Like we are, because we're told it's three meals a day, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, eat dinner or the k- kitchen's closed. Like all those things seem to permeate so many households. Yeah, for sure. I was that way as a, as a kid. Like I didn't want to eat breakfast at all in the morning. In fact, I didn't eat and I hated school lunch. Like I didn't like soggy sandwiches that my mom packed. Like, and so I actually... I really fasted my whole childhood until like three o'clock rolled around. And then my, my mom would go get me awful drive through. Um, of course, back then I didn't know it was like, that was food. Um, so, so much, so much has changed for me. For the, my first time yesterday, I really got into ketosis and I got that kind of dopamine, I guess it would be dopamine, right? It's that uh, my, I got, yeah, all the you, good, got, you, got a, you got, I something. got all the good stuff. You got all the good things. <laughs> I did. It was, I'm like, I, I was <laughs> boxing Mindy going, is am I supposed to be high and giddy? Like, is that what happens? <laughs> and it's, yeah. you know, the same things that we think that we're doing with food, like can really naturally occur in our body 
in the right state, which is fascinating to me. I think that has been the biggest piece for me to even wrap my head around after I've looked at so much science on fasting is that the leap we need to take first is to understand that food is medicine. And you hear a lot Mm -hmm. of people talking about that. And that's great and wonderful. But the second leap we need to take is fasting's medicine too. And they're different medicines. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you eat the right foods, you heal. And when you fast, you know, depending on how long you fast, you're also going to get this neurochemical healing effect. And I think to your point a little while ago, when people first come to fasting, they get scared. It's scary. You know, Mm -hmm. it's scary to go without food. It's a primal feeling. And what I love about it, and this was my high yesterday watching you, was that you experienced your body in a new way. Yeah, for sure. And so all those chemicals, all those yummy feelings that you had, like you did that. And here's what's really cool. You did it. I didn't do it. I just, I just gave you the information. Nobody can do it but you. Mm-hmm. So there becomes this awe of the body and this self-pride. And I have taught fasting to so many people and now to so many women. And nothing brings me more joy than people discovering their own power. Mm-hmm. And we have in this country, in this world, we give our healing power away every flipping day. And that was a cool moment for me to watch you discover a whole nother level of how cool that your body can be and what it can create. And it is euphoric. So oh, yeah, it is it euphoric. Awesome. It's just crazy. So, so with fasting there, I mentioned earlier, there are different types of fast. Can you like touch upon those for a moment? Because I, I think when people think of fasting, like we're saying, it's like you go without food and that's it. So if people are curious, if they're fasting curious, <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe fasting? all these different fasts and what would you recommend for people to kind of like as their springboard to get curious about it and see see what we're talking about as concisely as I possibly can Mm because this is like a whole dissertation on it is I know (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a whole book now yeah 78,000 words worth um so um just put it down in a couple sentences (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we have that kind of time (laughs) no um So here's the way to look at it is start by looking at your 24 hour period and say, okay, there's a time in which I eat and there's a time in which I fast. I call them windows. So there's an eating window and there's a fasting window. So the first step is what we call intermittent fasting, which is 13 to 15 hours. This is the most famous. This is kind of the big, big studies that have been done on it. I mean, there's so much research. In fact, If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't believe this, I mean, literally go to my YouTube channel. I put science after science after science in there. There's so much science, I can't even keep up with it. So, but what happens when you take your eating window and you compress it, leaving 13 to 15 hours of no food, your body heals. And the biggest thing it does at that point that I'm excited about is it changes every metabolic marker. It changes cholesterol, it changes glucose, insulin, hemoglobin A1C, CRP. These are major cardiovascular challenges. This is diabetes, this is poor immunity. They say that like only 12% of Americans are metabolically healthy. That's crazy. That's horrible. (laughs) That's crazy. I, I remember hearing that for the first time and being completely blown away by that. I walked around for a whole day going, wait, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and a lot of us look healthy too. Like we can look healthy and not 
really be healthy. Like I remember putting my blood sugar monitor on for the first time. I've been wearing this on stage. People are like, what do you have on your arm? Like, I'm just trying to, trying to better my health. I love it. You know, really getting a sense of like what foods spiked my blood sugar and seeing really, really where I was, was huge. It just gave me more knowledge of my body, which I think was amazing. I think if you put a blood sugar reader on every single person, you would change that 12% number because you would see what food is doing to you. I first came across that study, 12% metabolically fit uh, at the height of COVID. So it was like June of 2020. And then I started to dive into the connection between poor immunity and metabolic syndrome and poor metabolic health. And talk about a mission that I literally, like, this is when I started to like, not shut down my practice, but I told everybody in my, on my team, I'm like, I'm out. I'm going online to start to really educate people about metabolic health because this is what's going to support the immune system. And fasting is free. And anybody can do it. So you can take the poorest of poor and you can take the busy CEO guy and you can teach them how to fast. And now you've changed that 12% and you've turned it in hopefully someday to 90%. Yes. When you say metabolically fit, what do you mean by that? Typically metabolic fitness is a couple of things. Because to your point, you can't really look at a person and say, oh, you're metabolically fit. In fact, Mm -hmm you would probably, I could probably line up like five bodybuilders and you would say, oh, they're all metabolically fit, but they're not. So metabolic fitness means you have to have a normal glucose level, which fasting is between 70 and 90. You have to have normal insulin levels, normal hemoglobin uh, A1C, which is uh, glucose and insulin over 90 days. It should be under five. Um, You've got to keep your inflammation markers down Uh, Blood pressure is a part of that. So blood pressure being down, waist circumference is a part of that. BMI is a a part of that. And fatty liver is another one. And all of those markers need to be normal. Like, so think about this. Blood pressure needs to be normal without medication. Mm, Okay. So you've got to have a healthy liver, a healthy blood pressure. Your blood sugar needs to be balanced. And really, I think the biggest indicator is, can you go without food? Because if you can't go without food and you're hangry all the time, you're hypoglycemic, that's also an indication that you are metabolically unhealthy. Mm. It's not just having high blood sugars. Also, if to, be, to have low blood sugar too is not metabol- yeah. metabolically healthy. Interesting. Yeah. And the ability, the ability to go in and out of food is really key. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about switching from fat burner into sugar burner, which is really kind of also a key to metabolic health. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I just want to just say that I was the person that if you didn't feed me, I was going to take you down. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I mean, like they, it's a joke. Everybody around me who works with me is like, if you feed Leanne, she'll be just fine. It's right. Yes. If not, we'll have issues. Right. And here's where you're going, Leanne. The next thing is to say, you're going to be like, don't feed me because when you feed me, I slow down. When I don't, yeah. when, when you don't feed me, I, I become euphoric and my mind gets really clear. Well, so, it, and I think it's, it's both, right? Because yesterday as my, with my fast, I felt really good. And I also was kind of it was kind of alarming to me in a good way, but it was such a new experience for my body that I, I'm like, I didn't know I could 
feel this euphoric and good and joyful, it almost flipped me into anxiety for a moment because I was like, what is this feeling? And then I kind of sinked back into it. I was like, this feels really good. And then as soon as I ate my first bite of food, I was like, oh my God, I love food. <laughs> so, it's like, so it's both. It's like, which is great. I think that that's super healthy for me, you know, and anybody who's fasting to be, I don't want to, I don't want to ever not, not love food. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, in me. me and neither. I think I, I think I've now have a really healthy relationship with food and it's changed so much in the past three months from intermittent fasting because I think a lot of the time food was driving my life and I mentally I thought I couldn't be without food and so to get to know my body in that way to know what it can do without food and what it does with food has been and with the right foods it's not like I'm just breaking my fast and eating crap right you know I'm filling myself and I've learned to fill myself up in the healthiest of ways. And so I feel like my whole relationship around food has changed. And the way I, I know when, you know, when I first started working with you, I'm, I'm counting calories. Like I'm sure tons of women do. And you're like, oh, we'll get you off of counting calories. I mean, I still, I still watch my calories, (laughs) but, and at the same time, I'm much more, I'm much less stressed about food because I know I'm looking at food as medicine and what's good for me. And at the same time, I've, I looked at food for enjoyment, but I still am enjoying, I'm enjoying taking care of myself. I think that's what shifted for me is that that feels like joy to me now is like really taking care of my body. And I think that's also taken a lot of reprogramming mentally to recognize that I am worth taking care of. I think you need a mic drop on that one. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, that was brilliant. And I think fasting is a gift you give your body. Mm-hmm. And if you can look at, at it as not something you're taking away, you're adding in, you're giving your body this gift of repair. You're giving your body a gift of neurochemicals that you have never experienced before and you don't have to pay a dime for You're giving your body a healing opportunity. And when you do that, you really thrive. And the thing that I think for women, especially that we, I just, I I wish we, I really want us to get a hold of this is that our health doesn't just affect us. It affects everybody around us. So when we're doing everything for everybody else, when we're putting everything ahead of our health, and then our health crashes, nobody wins in that. Mm-hmm. But when you put your health first and you learn to fast and you learn to eat right and you make your health a priority, you become a happier person. You become a, uh, a more solid, mentally clear person who now is a better mother, a better friend, a better wife. You're better at your job. It is the biggest gift that I know we can give ourselves and the people we love. Well, and it also trickles down. I've watched my husband, you know, like he's watched me and now he's he's wanting to jump jump on board. He's like, <laughs> he's wanting to do all the I things now because he's seeing, I mean, such a change in me, in my mood, in just the way that I'm connecting with life in a different way now, um, in my body. And I think when we start to take care of ourselves, what we don't realize is if they so choose, you know, to 
want to be on that journey with us. We're influencing the people around us. And so for me, it's, I've been setting an example almost in my, in my own home for like what my benchmark of health is. And and I think the people around me have been going, Oh, you know, what are you doing? You, cause they're, I'm really changing in like the best of ways. And I want to be, as I head into 40, like I look forward to this new decade as being the most vibrant that I've ever been. Yeah, and you will be. I absolutely agree. I mean, you and I have talked about this. I love decade turns. And mm-hmm. when you turn into a new <laughs> decade, you get the opportunity to do things different. Uh, there's something about a clean start with a new decade. But yeah, by the time you're 40, we're, we've got a few months to go. Uh, yes. I can't even imagine where you'll be at. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, but to your point, you know, I, I, one of the things that I hear a lot of women say is, well, how do I get my husband to do this? How do I get my kids to do this? And I just say, be the change. I mean, the Gandhi quote is one of my favorite ones. Be the change you want to see. You just be it and they will follow. Because you become so in love with the body you're living in that it becomes contagious. Yeah. And that's really the goal of health for people. Yeah, absolutely. That's so huge. I've seen you say that before. And and I've really taken that in of the goal is to love our bodies. And I think for me, I've done a lot of mental work around that, but not until I actually started to embody the ways in which I take care of myself, which fasting is one of them, to really tune into what I'm ingesting. You always talk about interference in health, removing the interference, which I think is huge. And I I look at, there's so many interferences in our lives. I mean, (laughs) from heavy metals to, I mean, I know that that's a big part of my journey is, you know, removing heavy metals from my body. And gosh, I look at my depression and anxiety, which I know has, yes, has stemmed from many, many things. Um, but I've, I've worked so much on it. And here I am still left with, you know, this anxiety on a daily basis. I've learned to work with it. I've accepted it. But I know when I say that, you're like, no, this is not going to be a daily occurrence for you anymore. No. And which was crazy because I didn't think about heavy metals in the body. Like I didn't think about that being a piece. I haven't completely had the whole of me in the picture yet until I started really going down this path of how do I clear the interference in the body so that maybe these everyday not sleeping, anxiety, depression, like whatever it may be that I'm sure a lot of people are feeling, those things don't have to be an everyday occurrence, but we've, we've kind of accepted them as they're just part of being human, which is sad. But they don't have to be, and we will discuss why right after this quick break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try to distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Welcome back, my friends. We were just talking with Dr. Mendy Peltz about why so many of us have accepted illness as our inevitable state. It's super sad. That's something I often say is just because it's common doesn't mean that it's normal. And mm. I think we have really accepted poor health as being normal. And with the heavy metal one, and that's definitely one of the five, is that, and this was a big one for me, this removing heavy metals gave me my sleep back, removing heavy metals gave me my brain back, the depression and anxiety went away, all of suicidal thoughts, like all that went away when I removed heavy metals. And we are living in the most toxic time in human history and it's not getting any better. It's getting more toxic. And so what I often say is we have to have strategies for detox, like now, every human on the planet. And if we don't, then our moods will suffer, our sleep will suffer, our relationships will suffer. So the interference is such a great concept because I feel like my message, and I think this is what you're really starting to understand is that we're perfect. Like we're, we're just amazing, this body we've been given. It's just amazing. And if you do not feel like it's amazing, it's because something's interfering with its power. Mm -hmm. And it could be a physical interference, like you're sitting too much, or maybe you have an injury, or it could be a chemical interference, like a toxin, like heavy metals, or you and I have chatted about Wi-Fi and I mean, all the things. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be, I mean, there's so many, I, it's a depressing topic that, uh, of what <laughs> chemically is interfering with us. Um, and then there is the emotional interferences, the traumas that show up. And when the symptoms appear, it's easy for us to say, well, I was in a car accident or um, I used to eat really bad and now I'm eating good um, or I sit all day at work and we can blame the outside. But what that doesn't really get us very far. I think the better discussion is to say, 
I live in this perfect body. Its ability to heal is profound. So why do I not love living in it? What is interfering with my joy, my perfection, my energy? What's interfering with it? And that's a personal journey as you're experiencing. Everybody's got to find their interference is going to be a whole lot different. So, and that's the hard part. That's where I I wish I had a cookie cutter approach, but I do believe that the way healthcare is going is a lot more customized, a lot more personalized to each individual. There is no longer a one size fits all because everybody's interference is different. Mm -hmm. It really is about educating ourselves and it is a journey. And I wish it wasn't like, I wish we could just like, I think that's why everybody wants to pop a pill, right? Because it's no one wants to educate yeah, it's themselves. Easier. And yeah. It's way easier. And I, you know, and I totally, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't want to yeah, spend. I get it too. I, I, I don't want to spend a gazillion hours like I have been, like tossing out beauty products <laughs> and tossing out like cleaning products. And like literally I've, you know, I've gone through and made lists of everything that's in our house. And I'm like constantly tossing plastic and all the things. And it's, it takes a lot of time and in, in work and I wish it was easier, but it's not. And it's, I think that's where it comes to you saying, you know, love, loving the body that we're in. Like we have to start with, I am worth doing this yeah. for. I am worth yeah. it. My family's worth it. And I think that's where it begins is with that belief of like, and and if we, unless we believe that, like we're not going to put the time into taking care of ourselves. Bingo. Yeah. Another mic drop for you. Um, yeah, (laughs) I think the worth has to be, you have to love yourself enough and you have to also say that you want to get up in the morning and enjoy this bodysuit that you get to carry around all day. Like Mm -hmm. the, the goal isn't the, the thing on the scale. The goal isn't even the blood test. You know, it, it, the goal isn't your doctor saying you're normal or a, or a friend complimenting you on how great you look. Although all those things are great. The goal is, do you wake up and love this body? Does it feel good to move around the world in it? Does, do you love the brain? Do you love the way that your brain is thinking? Because if the answer is no to either of those, then you can change that. But the problem is it's only you. Only you can change it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really hard because it's the mirror effect again, where we, we look and we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, okay, am I going to take the steps to change it? And that's really what we need. It's a personal decision and it's a personal journey. But once you make it, as you're experiencing it, you can be, I mean, I, at 52, I literally some days, like my daughter's 22, she'll turn 22 next week, which is crazy. I don't even, I don't know how I have a 22 year old daughter. And, um, I'm, I told her, I'm like, I feel stuck at 25. So pretty soon you and I are going to be the same age. (laughs) Right. That's great. Yeah, it is with the wisdom of a 52 year old. So, but, but I didn't, I wouldn't have said that at 42. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the work that I had to do to kind of make a commitment to myself to love my body so much that I was willing to do whatever it took to take great care of this vessel I get to walk around in. So you've mentioned fasting, you've mentioned heavy metals. What are, I want to touch upon what the other three pieces are that you started to unwind. The second one was food. So we can talk about food. Okay. And the simplest change to ask yourself is, are you eating nature's food or are you eating man's food? Because it's the processed food that is killing us. 
So mm. the second thing is I, I had to ask myself that, like, am I only eating nature's food? Now, the answer for me at that time was yes. I had a really clean diet, but I hadn't really experimented with the ketogenic diet. I didn't really know what it meant to feed my hormones and how to eat for my cycle. And so I had to dive in and look at, and, and you and I have talked about this, that how to eat for different hormones. So mm -hmm. like estrogen does really well with the ketogenic diet. So low carb estrogen is like, thank you. I'm gonna now come in really strong. And testosterone actually does really well when you feed, and estrogen as well, when you feed your microbiome and you, you eat a lot of leafy green vegetables and a lot of um, what I call the three Ps, polyphenol, probiotic, prebiotic foods, a lot of fermented foods. You actually fuel your gut so estrogen and testosterone can, can break down. And then progesterone, this one it, it tripped me out because progesterone actually wants you to bring glucose up. So you want to actually not do keto and you want to eat more root vegetables and potatoes and beans and quinoa and rices. Those are going to fuel progesterone. So the second one is really learning how to eat for your hormones. And that's what I talk about in the menopause reset. The new book has a ton of that in there. The thing on this that blew me away and Tell me if you if you felt this as well as you learned it was like I never realized in a 30 day period that I was supposed to eat different. Every yes. diet I had ever been on just said go on this diet and be there forever. Yeah, absolutely. It's been the coolest thing for me to learn to eat for my cycle because I actually enjoy eating now. Like I enjoy cutting back on carbs at the beginning of my cycle and then I enjoy putting carbs back in and then you know, I don't think twice about eating carbs when I when I know my body is using them to to make the hormones that I need at the time. And so that just gives me I'm like, oh, I'm feeding my body what it needs. I need I can eat the carbs. I can eat all the carbs, nature's yeah. carbs, of course, not like crap carbs, right. you know, and then when I go back to eating and I have my fill of carbs and then I know, OK, so here's here's the beginning of my cycle. I'm ready. My body's going to make estrogen. So now I'm going to feed it all the fats and like the protein that it needs. And then in the middle of my cycle, adding tons of greens in. like there's, there's a specific way I'm utilizing food that I know is fueling. And I know I've educated myself on what it's fueling. And so for me, that's just like, I, I love that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, oh, now I feel, now I really feel in, it's not even in control at all. It's more of just, I'm, I feel knowledgeable and I feel like I'm doing something good for myself. And that feels good. Like that feels nurturing. I know we, I, that's been a, been a big word that I've been using for, for me that I, I think when I first heard the word nurturing, I'm like, whatever, nurturing. And now I'm like, oh, nurturing. It feels good. It's like when I heard the word rest, oh, <laughs> which God. I want to dive into really quick because I know rest. <laughs> This is a huge one for all of the type A personalities listening. Um, Mindy and I, we, we are the same. Um, yes, we and are. Yeah. And to, you know, I'm constantly going, constantly doing. And recently I was sick with COVID. And I don't think until recently I actually surrendered. I, I, I think illness for me was a huge lesson. I am in gratitude for it because it was the first time I surrendered to I can't push through this. Like, I feel like absolute shit, like so bad. And I have no energy. And my whole life I've spent overriding having no energy because I had to just get up and work. And as do 
so many other women. It's like, I have to take care of kids. I have to have a job. I have to create the thing that I'm wanting to bring into the world, whatever it is. We push past it. And this was the first time I understood what rest was. And I actually found myself the other day going, I like resting. <laughs> and which what? is really, I know. I actually said, I like is this resting. I, I know. Um, I'm going to start taking little snippets of your I key know. statements here. I, I do. I, I enjoyed resting for the first time. And I think it was because, well, two things you've taught me. And I think this is huge. It's a reframe for rest. And you've taught me what the body does in rest, like why I need it. And so once again, that education for me was such a huge reframe because now my productivity brain can be like, oh, I'm actually doing a lot as I'm resting, <laughs> as I'm sitting here on the couch with my blanket, with my candles lit. I'm, my body is doing so much. And I think for, for me, that was a huge reset in mentally around rest and gave me an opportunity to, to enjoy it for the first time. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. <laughs> I, another mic drop for you, Leanne. Um, uh, that's amazing. And I would agree. And, you know, as you and I have talked, I, I know the rushing woman personality and it's hard to surrender uh, when you know it means not doing things and mm -hmm. you're a doer. And I, I do believe that our neurology gets so accustomed to go, 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 go. And when you sit on the couch, the brain says, wait, why are we here? What are we doing? We're supposed to go. We're supposed to do. And it's a really hard thing to unwind. And so many women have it. I, I think I told you this story, but I remember at the peak of like my menopause symptoms, I have a Rosie the Riveter sign in my kitchen. <laughs> and I was always so proud of Rosie. I was like, yeah, like I go, I, I'm like, Rosie, I can do it all. And one day in my darkest menopausal moment, I walked past Rosie and I, I looked at her and I was like, man, Rosie, like, I think you got it wrong. I think you got it wrong. I don't think we're supposed to do it all. And about that time, a friend gave me the book, Rushing Woman Syndrome by Libby Weaver, which everybody should go read. Mm -hmm. And it was biochemistry of how a woman's body is not designed to rush all the time. So it spoke my language. It was like, I could, I could see it. And when I read the book, I, I literally wept. I understood myself for the first time, like, oh, wow, okay. So I can't use rushing as my badge of honor anymore. It's right. actually not serving me. In fact, it's making me sicker. It's making me less productive. I got to change it. But as you're experiencing, that's a hard one to unwind. It is a hard one to unwind. And I was, I was just thinking, as you're saying that, like we're going into our forties, we're going into perimenopause, menopause. And it's like, okay, now I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to produce. And then you're telling me to slow down. <laughs> and it feels like, oh, she's right. Like it all of a sudden feeds into all of those old stories of, I'm not going to be myself anymore. I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to be able to do enough. And unwinding those stories. I feel the anxiety come up in me as we talk about it. Just talking um, about it. <laughs> yeah, just talking about it. Unwinding those stories are a super important part of, I think, how we are able to to head into this stage of our life as we shift sanely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sanely, that's you well know, said. Sanely, yeah. yeah. And, and joyfully. And 
You know, I would like to think that there is a way to joyfully be in menopause. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is, yes. isn't there? I'd like to think yes. that there is. Yes. Rest is one of those pieces that we have to start to look at. Like, are we, are we really giving ourselves rest? One of the things that you've taught me too, I would just want to touch on rest because I think it's a, it's thing is such a huge piece and it's a huge piece that I'm just discovering. You were saying the other day that you don't have to be sitting on the couch to be resting. You know, you talk about switching with fasting. Our body's supposed to switch from fat burner to sugar burner. And then the same thing with when we're resting and, you know, we're shifting from sympathetic when we're, when we're doing into parasympathetic when we're resting. And when I think of rest, I think a lot of people do think of like, we have to sit on the couch and do nothing, watch Netflix or whatever we're going to do. It just has to be horizontal. <laughs> um, and so you are like, no, no, rest can be anything that just doesn't put you in the, in the sympathetic state. Yeah. So you can, you were saying you love to bake, which I was like, oh, I like to do that too. I like to go for a walk. I like to as you said, like to forward move. And <laughs> I, I just, that hit me too of, oh, so we can still do. We just can't do, do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, for me, when I think of that, it's about, we can do the things that bring us joy. To me, that's what I hear is like, oh, what brings me joy? What allows me to get into this kind of flow, like creating candles for me is I get into like this really parasympathetic state and so relaxed because it's just kind of this, I guess, monotonous isn't the right word in a good way experience that I have. And so that was so cool to hear for someone and anybody out there who's like, oh, I can't stop doing. You just don't have to, you can still do. <laughs> it's just a different kind right. of doing. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen, I actually almost said this to you today. Have you ever seen the meme where the, the, a woman's like laying down and, and it says, um, uh, they told me to use lavender to calm myself down. <laughs> she's, she's got like lavender, like all over her body. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Funny. I'm going to send it to you. Cause every time I see it, I'm like, that was me. I was like, all my friends, you know, many of my friends were like, Mindy, you're doing way too much. And Yes, I do way too much. There, I still do way too much, but but I've learned to practice parasympathetic, like you and I've been talking about. But the first time somebody said to me self care, I literally didn't know what that looked like. I was like, I don't know what self care looks like. So I would sit on the couch and try to read a book. I'm like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, and then I would sit and binge watch a, you know, eight hours of on a Netflix series, and then I'd get up and I'd be like, I don't think I feel any better. I mean, it was interesting, but I don't think I right. feel any better. So when I re redefined it the way you just said it, which is, what brings me joy? What mm -hmm. is going to put me in that gamma state of my brain where I am just loving the moment? That helped me see that parasympathetic could just be things you enjoy. And on the baking thing, I don't, I don't think I actually said this to you yesterday, but I just love baking, but I don't always love eating it. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I do, but during the pandemic, my son, he was a senior in high school at the time. And I would, I would say, what do you want me to make on Sunday? And I would just make whatever he wanted to make. It would take me like two, three hours. I loved it. It was like, I felt like my mama heart was full and then the, it would be done. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to eat it, but it was sure I'm fun like, making it. I love it. 
<laughs> I'm the one that like licks the bowl with uh, everything. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. So now, so okay, so we touched upon the rushing woman, the rest. We've touched upon heavy metals, touched upon food, touched upon fasting. What What's the fifth one that you unwound? The fifth one is your microbiome and gut health. This was the one that took me a while to try to kind of figure out. And here's why. So many of us have been on rounds and rounds and rounds of antibiotics. Mm -hmm. So many women have been on decades of birth control. And our gut bacteria is really in bad shape. And these bacteria, these microbes in our gut, they do so much for us. The biggest thing they do is break estrogen down. We literally have a set of bacteria. They call it, uh, the way I pronounce it is estrobilome. And it is a set of bacteria in our gut that breaks estrogen down. And if you don't have that bacteria, estrogen won't get broken down. It will get stored in your tissues. Mm -hmm. And typically where it gets stored first is in our breasts. And then it'll get stored in fat. So what I started to see is that if we were not being very intentional about our gut health, you were going to gain more weight. Uh, a lot of women have breast tenderness around their cycle. Breast cancer is a piece of this. Mm -hmm. this, this was actually why I even took the time to write the menopause reset, because I realized that 70% of breast cancers happen after menopause. And wow. I started to think, oh, well, maybe that's because they haven't, we haven't been breaking estrogen down. Mm -hmm. But your gut microbiome also makes GABA, it makes serotonin, it makes dopamine, it makes all the amazing neurotransmitters. And if you're not feeding these microbes in your gut, then they die. And if you've been on antibiotics and birth control, they've been already been killed and there is a, an opportunity for you to regrow them. So the, the fifth one is really leaning into the things that, that really regrow your microbiome. And there's lots of them. I mean, you and, you and I have been talking a lot about bone broth and how powerful mm -hmm. bone broth is, especially to break a fast because it, it will repair the inner lining of the gut. I didn't love sauerkraut when I first learned this <laughs> fifth tip, but I've forced myself to love sauerkraut. I do a lot of fermented yogurts, but it's also the nuts, the seeds, olives, and even things like dark chocolate, red wine. <laughs> Every woman loves hearing that. Oh, and that too. <laughs> yes. But you have to be careful with wine. I just want like just to touch upon yes, that. You do. Is it Dry Farms wine that we love? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Um Dry Mindy's Farms, taught yeah. me a lot about wine because there's so many chemicals that can be sprayed upon wine. And even if it says organic, it could not be chemical free. <laughs> so Yes. Yes. I highly recommend that everybody go dive into the world of wine and understanding that piece of it. Um, if yeah. you like wine, because I, I I do and you do it, I didn't want to give mine <laughs> up completely. Yes. Um, so I knew, you know, to educate myself on all of these things, um, you know, to know what you're putting in your body is super important. But yes, dark chocolate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we are absolutely going to be right back with Dr. Mindy Pels after this quick break. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try to distract it. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Welcome back, my friends. Dr. Mindy was enlightening us on the powers of dark chocolate. No, like dark chocolate. I I probably have a little like thing of dark chocolate mm, every day, if not every other day. It's good quality. It's like 70% dark chocolate with Mm. um, the one I'm into right now is Hue. Do you have those? Oh, I like Hue. Yeah, that's really yummy. And the little gems. Have you tried the gems? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, oh, they're they're too easy to pop in your mouth, but they're really good. (laughs) And so after dinner, I'll pop a couple in my mouth. Uh, When I was writing the book, oh my gosh, those little gems sat right next to me. I've practiced (laughs) breaking a fast with them. And they're really, it's dark chocolate is a health food. And it's the darker chocolate with like the the healthy sugars. Um, And so that's a gut repair, believe it or not. And wine if you drink biodynamic natural wine, not we're not talking like a bottle every day, but we are saying that a glass here and there of a chemical-free wine could actually be a positive benefit on this gut microbiome. It has the dry farm only gets wine that has natural yeasts in it. It's a fermentation process onto itself. 
and they've tested it all for chemicals. It's the chemicals that make you feel hungover. It's the chemicals that make you sick. So, you know, a little bit of dry farm wines can go a long way. And it brings down your cortisol levels. I've actually, have you tested it on your glucose monitor? Yeah, my, um, if I have a glass of wine, my glucose, well, their wine, my glucose goes down. Does other wine, does it go up? I've seen it go up on, not so much. Um, It'll, it'll go up, it won't go down. Yeah. It won't, it won't like skyrocket, um, but it won't go down. I find that when I have a glass of, of chemical free dry forms wine, it goes down, right. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. So, so my feeling is like, well, if it goes down, that relaxes me. That would be good for progesterone. That's going to let progesterone come in and, and cause you need to be more relaxed and you need cortisol down to, to make progesterone. So yeah. And it, you know, you can tell now once you get really clued into good wine, when, when I was in Cancun recently, um, there was a bunch of wine out one night and I was with a bunch of my friends who all drink natural wine. So of course, I just drinking it like like it's natural wine. And I woke up the next day with a hangover. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't had a hangover forever. And the first thing I was like, was like, who who bought the wine? They bought the wrong wine. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so totally. It is hangover free wine. That's funny. I've actually found um I actually travel when if I go out on the road, I'll take a bottle of wine with me. And like, if I'm only gone for a few days, like I'll, you know, stretch it out for a few days if I want a couple glasses of wine. And I travel with wine. I'll travel. I found organic tequila. I will go out and just drink anything anymore. Like I'm very specific. (laughs) My husband's like, what are you doing? I have a whole suitcase now of like, of biohacking and wine and things and food. And yeah, it's, I love it. It's a bit insane, but you know. I don't do anything half-assed, so let's yep. just put it that way. Yeah, that's what I love about you. It's <laughs> like all you're in. all in. You're all in, and you'll do all the things. And, totally. And, you know, honestly, that's why you're getting well so quickly. You know, I think that what I've seen with a lot of people, and especially you hear a conversation like this, and you're like, oh, I want to get well. I want to feel like that. Um, but then you dip your toe in. You're like, okay, mm, I'll, try, I'll try the intermittent fasting, but I'm not going to do the detox. Or... I'll try bringing carbs down, mm. but you know, I'm not going to do nature's carbs. I love my crackers. So whatever it is, we tend to dip our toe in. And depending on where you are on your health journey, if you are really in a place where you're like, I have to make a difference and change my health, that is not a moment to dip your toe. That is a moment to go all in and do everything you know how to do to be able to heal. And then once you do that, and you'll see this, that then you have this strong foundation of health and you can veer off and go on vacation. You don't, you might not have to bring your wine. You <laughs> might shorten up your, your, your suitcase a little bit. Maybe one of these um, days. And you, yeah. And you, you can go eat, you know, bread and pasta in Italy and come back and you will feel fine. And this is what we see in my online community. I love it, January so much because people, uh, well, when people were traveling, people would come uh, after Christmas vacation and we get all these messages of like, I ate whatever I wanted and I felt great and I didn't gain a pound. Mm-hmm. Well, those are the people that did the work. They got it. They got their body back into balance. But w- one thing we've been taught in healthcare is that, okay, here's one problem here's the diagnosis, here's the one solution. And what you're learning is that there's no one solution. There's Mm-mm. a puzzle that needs to be put together for everybody. Yeah. And it's, thank you for teaching me 
how to put that puzzle together. And everybody, please go look up Dr. Mindy. Go get her book, The Menopause Reset. She has another book coming out. When is that coming out? Yeah, the, December 28th. I know. <laughs> Fast Like a Girl. And um, yeah, I'm I, I'm excited about it in so many different ways. But um, one of the ways was that when we actually put the book proposal together, my idea was to teach women how to fast and to eat for her menstrual cycle. I wanted to show six different levels of fasting. And I just really feel like this will absolutely change women's health. So when we rolled it out to all the publishers, um, Hay House came back and basically said, we hear your mission. We're on this mission with you. Let's do this. And that has been my experience with them so far is they are equally wanting the book to be in as many hands as possible. And it will be the first fasting manual for women. There has never been one written. There's a lot of fasting books out there, but there's never been one customized for women. So it's a really cool, cool book. That's amazing. Well, I am living proof that what you are preaching is true and and helpful. And so, yeah, I highly recommend everyone. You, You have so much on YouTube and Instagram and you lead a a group, right? Through different fasts every month. Is that what happens? Yeah. So we started doing, um, when I first got on YouTube, people were like, this is really cool. Can we do it together? And so I started doing fast training weeks. And what that is, is I take a five-day period every month and we practice different fasts. So I teach all different kinds. And it's been really fun because we are seeing impacts of health changes in people who I don't even know and have never spent a dime at all with me, but they can watch my YouTube videos and go through this collective experience, this worldwide experience together, and they can change their health. That's it's, amazing. it's really like what, if I ever get a low moment, I just go and look at my con- <laughs> my comments on YouTube and I read everybody's stories about how they cha- you know got off medications and yeah, it's really profound. And then I have a, a membership group where I teach people how to build what I call a fasting lifestyle, which is how do you eat? How do you fast? How do you like what you're learning? How do mm-hmm. we go in and out of these different fasting and, and food states? Um, and that's really the first start start is getting into that fasting lifestyle and understanding the rhythm for you. So that's what we teach in my membership group. Amazing. Well, thank you for your passion. Thank you for what you put into the world. And I always ask my guests, I have this thing called the Holy Five, which are five of your favorite songs. It could be from your lifetime. It could be what you're listening to recently. But um, of course, music being my thing, I always love to hear what people are listening to. So what are your Holy Five? Okay. My Holy Five. This is a hard one, by the way. And I'd like to say that five is a little little limiting. Um, I feel like the ones I didn't pick are getting left out. So (laughs) it's okay. We can do it again. Okay, good. Okay, so number one is if there was one band and one album that I could listen to over and over again, it would be Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. Oh, yeah. So my number one song was my wedding, our wedding song, which is Songbird. And the songbirds keep singing like they know the score. Yeah, it's that one. It. Like, it's not a great wedding song. Let's just say that because you can't really <laughs> dance to it. Right. Um, but it really like typified when my husband and I f- connected how we felt about each other. I so the first one has to be Songbird. Very cool. Um, okay. Second one 
this one I listened to my whole life. And then I didn't really like realize what it meant until I hit 30 because I started to listen to the words and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what life feels like at 30. And <laughs> it's the logical song by Supertramp. Oh my God. What's... Do you know this song? No, I don't know if I know that song. <gasps> Maybe I just don't yeah. know the name of it. Basically, like they taught me to be sensible. They taught me to be logical. They sent me away uh, to teach me how to be practical. And it's about following the rules of life and how that kind of sucks. And yeah, that we actually should, should not get caught up in that. You're going to love it. I'm so excited for it. you to listen to it. I love it. Okay, I taught you a song. Okay. You did. <laughs> that's a that's huge. Uh-huh. That's a that's a mic drop for me. Mm-hmm. Um so uh third song. Okay, this one actually is I think fairly recent, um, but it's like my parenting philosophy. And it's A Blaze by Alanis Morissette. Oh wow. I don't know if I know that one either. Oh my gosh. I love her. She's amazing. I've learned a lot from my guests with musical choices. I'm like, oh, I don't know that one. So yeah, I love it. Okay. So Ablaze, um, actually the cool thing about Ablaze is, uh, I think there's a line in it that says, my goal was just to keep the light on in your eyes. And the first time, (laughs) yeah. And the first time I heard it, I saw Alanis, it was during the pandemic and Alanis Morissette was holding her two-year-old on Mm. the Jimmy Kimmel show, but all, everybody was in a different studio because it was the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. so she's singing and her daughter's trying to grab at her. And she's singing a song about how she's just trying to keep the light on in her daughter's eyes. And Mm. uh, it's a, it's a really touching song. That's beautiful. That has to be number three. Okay. Number four. Okay. Do you know Tom O'Dell? I don't know Tom O'Dell. Oh my gosh. I'm writing down Tom O'Dell. Okay. Okay. So Tom O'Dell, his song, Grow Old With Me, Uh is the next phase of my husband and I's life. And it's basically about growing old together. But his whole album, one of his, or, you know, I went to Spotify and did his, this is Tom O'Dell. That got me through writing. I listened to it every night while I was writing. But grow old with me. That's that's a big one. Sing, grow old with me. Let us share what we see. I know the best it could be. Just you and I. I love that. I love that you you have. It's like the '30s. What you're parenting. Your next phase of your life. I love that. There's all these like pieces that. I don't know. It, it, there's these like marker points that, which was what I love about music is that right. there's always a song for like those marker points in our lives. Yeah. Right. That, and that's so kind of cool. how I, yeah. When the words and the, and the music come together. Okay. Fifth one, you definitely know, and it's super cheesy and it is the song. It, like my friends that are listening are going to be like, oh my God, Mindy, that is so your song. <laughs> um, it's the song when it comes on that I turn into a rock star and start dancing around and singing. And if you don't do that with me, then you need to leave my presence. Oh no. Um, yeah. Oh no is right. It's, 
Uh, it's Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie oh, Tyler. Oh, so good. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Is that your karaoke you song? Can you do a cover for on that one, please? For I might me? just have to do that just for you. Please. I would <laughs> love that. It is literally my favorite song and everything has to stop. And I immediately have to belt out every word. And the people that join me in that become my best friends. That's amazing. So good. Well, you know, you and I've never met in person officially. So when we do, I think we might have to go find a karaoke bar and sing that song. Oh my gosh. I think Let's that'll do be it. Good Although we're going to turn my mic off <laughs> and your mic on. No, no. You're going to be joining in. We'll get oh, some Dry God. Farms wine going and then we'll, oh. we'll sing Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> it, it is a little bit of one of those songs that I can't hold back. So you would have to bear with my voice because so singing is not my superpower. <laughs> but that song brings me so much joy. So yes, when we officially meet in person, we will do karaoke, Dry Farm and Bonnie Tyler. That sounds good. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for your time. Thank you for educating us. Thank you for sharing your passion. and. I'm so grateful for you. Mm, Thank you. Grateful for you and excited for you. And thank you for being, you know, saying it to the world, what you're doing. I think, you know, you, you have the opportunity to really show what it looks, health in action looks like. So I'm, I'm grateful for you and so happy our paths crossed. Me too. Thank you so much. And that wraps up this episode with the fantastic Dr. Mindy Pels. Again, her book, which has truly transformed my health, is The Menopause Reset. And you can access tons of her helpful videos on YouTube, Instagram. You can find her basically everywhere. She's amazing. And I promise you will be blown away by the impact the information she shares will have on you in so many ways and so many different aspects of your health. She is truly a wealth of information. So go tap into her because she's, yeah, she'll change your life. And don't forget to share your thoughts with me in the comments where you listen. Of course, I love hearing your feedback. Thank you for joining us. On the next Holy Human, I'll be joined by best-selling author and profound life coach, Martha Beck. This is probably my favorite episode so far. This woman's amazing. We will be discussing the game-changing insight she shares in her latest book, The Way of Integrity, finding the path to your true self. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. You guys take care of each other. I love you. See you next week. Holy Human with me, Leanne Rhymes, is a production of iHeartRadio. You'll find Holy Human with Leanne Rhymes on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get the podcasts that matter most to you. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two caps 
capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.